0: Okay, the the, the begins with uh, the dreams of Parai, and uh, Yosef, they, they pull him out of jail, and they give him the opportunity to, to translate the dreams, and he tells Parai there's going to be seven years of, of plenty, and then there's going to be seven years of famine." So Yosef gives Parai advice, he says, and he says, He says, you need now to appoint somebody and the person is going to be in charge of preparing during the years of plenty that there should be food for the years of famine what's the job requirement to this person says the boss Yosef's advice was that he should be an ish, navon, Bachafan. so many of the Farshim of Shlomo is one of them asks but if you ask me what the job requirement would be I would say the person needs to be an extremely organized person maybe an accountant Somebody who's able to make cheshbainas, to cheshbain, what you're going to need for the seven years, someone who's very good at planning. But why do we need an ishnovum v'chacham? What is the brains involved in storing grain for the, years, for the years of famine? So he said over what I think is a powerful insight, and he said that if you look at Rashi later on, the postage says, v'atas ha'aretz v'sheva shnei ha'savva during the seven years of plenty, so the ground produced khmatzim. Says Rashi, what does kamats mean? So Rashi says, al Yad al Yad Every little koimits, means a handful of grain they used to gather and put into the storehouses. Every little bit. So Rushlon Bloch said that, especially when you're living in a time of plenty, he says it's very difficult to be able to, it's easy to say I'm gonna put away a lot of grain. When you see a lot of grain, you're going to store a lot of grain. He says, but when you're living in a time of plenty, to be able to imagine that it's going to come a time where it's going to be so hungry that even a, a speck, a drop, a drop of food is going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. To get you to the point where you want to save every little drop of food, he says, that requires a tremendous amount of chachom. Which kind of Chacham. The izo chacham Haraya ha he makes a very interesting insight. It doesn't say, which is what I would have said, somebody who knows what the future is going to be. He says, A Chacham can see the future. He can live the future in front of him. Mr. says that he was alive and he was in the town of Vilna at a certain time when the hunger was so terrible. He said that there was 50 Levi's every single day in Vilna. And he says he watched people Standing in their street with their mouth open is what he said. To have a speck of of, of wheat, of, of of bread to be put into their mouths, he saw it with his eyes. He saw what a little bit, when in times of famine, what a little bit of a little Zak could do. He said, Yosef was saying, you need an ish chach of a that's going to be roya that noyel, and to know that we need to save every little koymit, every little bit. He says, only someone that can actually visualize that future, that kind of chach is what's necessary to be in charge of Mitzrayim. Says Rabbi Shlomo, this is this is a metaphor for our lives. He says a person goes through this world, and they're in the shnas soiva Person gets a chance; he gets to light near his Hanukkah, and then he gets to go and have a mesiva and his shbrachos, and there's mitzvahs everywhere. He gets to admire and kriyashvah, and he has a hard time envisioning that there's going to become a day when not only is he gonna is he gonna miss and wish he could have mitzvahs. But he's going to miss every little brekkel of a mitzvah, every little zach that he could have had. Nowadays, we're in plenty, so we do the big mitzvahs, but the little and no, no, we have so many mitzvahs, we don't pay attention to little things. The Eizeh Uchacham HaReyes HaNoylet is somebody that knows that a time will come, he says, one or two, he says, either you're going to, you're going to go 120 years, and there's going to be a zman when you can't do mitzvahs, or hopefully we'll have Mashiach, when it will be a zman she and there's no, no mitzvahs in that time either. But a person has to use it to take advantage of this time in this earth. He has to be the Chochm that's raised and it says, says of the small things too, the khmuts and the little things. Make sure you chap them areim. I want to try to come back to Niketz, but I just want to share with you, I want to make sure I get this idea out. It's a, it's an idea on Chanukah and I think it's very important. Everyone knows that the Gemara in, in, in Shabbos brings the Machlagi, it brings the Shammah in Beis Hillel how you light the, the candles. Beishamah shita is that you start the first day with eight, and then you go down to seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Imar calls that peichis And beishamah shita is moise like we do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Imar says something what is very sounds very peculiar. Where does Beishamah get their idea of going downwards? They get it from pariah we had it in sukkah. Because the, the cows in sukkah, they went downwards. We started with 13, we went down to 12, 11. 10. What does that have to do with Hanukkah? What does it have to do with anything? It's something I never understood. You see how Hashem sent me a present? I'm going to share it with you. So Hashem says an unbelievable insight. He says, Be'Shamay and Be'Silu are arguing about a fundamental machlikus and how to serve Hashem. Gentlemen, if you look at a candle, you're supposed to look at candles nowadays for a half hour. Look at a candle, you'll see a candle has a very interesting dual phenomenon, says Hashem. A candle produces beautiful light, beautiful tov, light, goodness, greatness. That's a candle. He says, but a candle also burns and destroys, right? There's something getting destroyed. You can't have a candle unless it's burning wax, or it's burning fuel, but it's burning something. There's something destructive in every candle. Says this Hashem, was how to serve Hashem. BeSham held that the way to serve Hashem is to look at your chisrois, look at the ra in your life, Get rid of everything that Burn out everything that's wrong with you. Everything that's wrong with you, get rid of it. And the marshal for that was Pariyahad. the Marist says in Sukkah it's a dimion to the seventy nations. And the concept of Mismat and is that eventually they'll slowly dis disappear from the world. Pehami says the avoidah is slowly get rid of everything you have wrong in your in in your Hashem, and eventually you'll start doing good things. That's the Voda.. This Hillel comes and says, "No, the voida is which means just do good. Don't be busy with getting rid of your chesronas. Just focus on the good. Focus on doing more good, more good, more good, more good, and the ra will take care of itself. The ra will get take of the, the ra will help it happen on its own." So Hashem says, "That's Lochal Gemara, It's how do you go through life?" You go through life with a poches. Get rid of your 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 ra. But he still says Mahalikh The way you go through life is by being moisiv, by by doing ta'if. The way I can be moisiv, my own my own arrow. The Gemara and Shabbos brings a story, a couple of stories of the ger that he came to to Shammai, and one of them said, "I want you to teach me tayv when I'm standing on one foot." The Gemara says Shammai sent him packing. And another ger came with another thing. He wants to he wants to wear the big day kahuna, and Shammai sends him packing. And Hill accepts both of these people. And I'm wondering if according to, to the, the Svas Ames, maybe it's the same idea. Shammai didn't have patience. Well, why Shammai sending a packing? Shammai is telling him that there's something wrong with your Midas. You're not ready to learn Torah. You're not ready for Asay Toiv. Go fix, get rid of your Ra. There's something wrong with you. And then you can learn Torah. But you're not up to Asay Toiv. Because Bishamah is first get rid of the Ra and then you're ready to learn. And Basil says no. There's something wrong with you. You definitely have an issue with your midas. There's something wrong with you. But let's first learn. Let's first learn. Let's learn, and eventually all the all the bad, all the bad will be taken care of. We pass the lead by Rabbi We pass the lead So if there's a message, I think, to take out of Hanukkah, it's this thing. Sometimes a person gets very stuck with how many things they're doing wrong in life, how many things they could be better at, and they don't really have a, an impetus to do good because they're still holding by the Surah Meirah. The Hasidish Rabbis say over, Surah Meirah V'asei The way the Hasidish Rabbis say over, Surah Meirah means, Laz up the Ra. If you're going to try to get rid of the Ra, you'll never finish. Laz up the Ra, Asay Just do the good. Just do good. Some of us get so busy, focus on our Ra, we never get to the Asay So, Hassan is saying, be sham be side of Hanukkah is, you do Taif, just do Taif, The ra will get taken care of by itself. Once you do Taif, I was I was mamish inspired to this. I dab at a meaning today with a young man. Young man, seventeen years old. This is a young man that he told me recently that in ninth grade his seder a Friday night seder kavua, Friday night, was that he used to watch the whole night movies on his phone. Seder kavua. Yeah. I was watching this book and that Davin, the hat, that jacket, Mamish, like a, he looks like a you wouldn't know him from any other Shay Bach. He's doing kafali, he's doing. Murdek. I could tell you that for years, his parents and everyone tried to knock all the ra out of him. Years, they Mamish. They did everything to knock the out of him. Mamish, Mamish. till so they almost destroyed him. Didn't help didn't help at all. But two years ago, this boy discovered Asey He discovered learning. He discovered Avaz Hashem. He discovered mitzvahs, and we have, we, have a, we have a person over here, we have a bench that's steiging. We're just steiging. And by the way, he keeps Shabbos now, even b'tzeno. Even b'tzeno, he keeps Shabbos too. The rat took care of itself because he focused on the teuv. He focused on the teuv. There's such a mahalach, such a mahalach. I say teuv, you work on the teuv, you work on the The and maybe the raah gets taken care of. I think a, a, a that I think a person can take out right from this psaq of, of, of Beis Hill, which is that a person has to be asetayif has to be Moishev aholach. I want to just mention, quickly, two other points. When uh, Yosef names his children, so he names one of his children Nashani, so Menashe 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 because Ki Nashani like him, is kol amoli, is kol beis Hashem made me forget. My father's house completely. It's cold Beis Avi. So there's a beautiful idea from Yisrael Salanter. He said, everyone has a question. Imagine you name your son Forgetfulness. It's an interesting name. My son's name is Benasha. Forgetfulness. doesn't sound like a great name. So Yisrael Salanter said that, you this, what he writes, Yisrael had an unbelievable avid in front of him. He had, he had brothers that had done to him a tremendous ava. And Yisrael worked years to try to forget the ava that his brothers did to him. And maybe one of his most singular accomplishments, biggest accomplishments, was that he was able to forget what the brothers did and be meichal them. He was able to be them. So Yisrael Salaam says he named his son Minasha to give Haidah to the Eivishtah, that he was able to forget what his brothers did to him. Forgetfulness is to always remember and to say thank you to the Eivishtah, that he forgot what the brothers did to him. And by Bali tweak and they say he was also to do a maisa to make sure that he wouldn't go back to remember it. So he named him to make sure that he didn't go back and, and remember it. He was kaveh name menasha, that I forgot it. <laughs> a and the other that I wanted to mention is that people struggle very much in this partial with with the idea that, that, that Yasef was punished for another two years to be in jail because of what Chazal seemed to say was a lack of bituk and he, he asked the Mashkin to remember him and he got an extra two years in jail. And all the Bali Muslims try to figure out that when Yaakov prepared for the war with Esau, it says, he davened, but he also did a dairen, he also did mochama. So if the Yaakov, you know, can make a shtadlus, so what do we want from Yaesaf? Yaesaf can't make a it needs it needs a Hezbo, the difference between the two of them. So I just want to just mention, because Yid has to know the, the 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 Pshad of the Chazanish. The Chazanish writes in Emunah Bitochen, that Avada person has to do ishtadlus. Avad the Yosef, the taina Yosef was not that he, did, that he did ishtadlus. But he said that to ask a Mitzri, who Chazal call rehovim, which means that they're naturally ungrateful people, that is their whole nature, to ask a Mitzri to be makertov to you and remember you to paro, is not an act of ishtadlus, it's an act of yush. He says, only somebody who's given up hope completely of anything happen, tries this kind of thing. He says Chazanish, that's already not okay. Ishtadlis is okay. But everyone knows that there's a certain point in time when you went over the line, and you said, this is just something, you've given up all hope, you're doing irrational things. It's irrational. To go and to ask a mitzvah to remember you is irrational. That was the taina. That's, that's above and beyond the border of Ishtadlis. Rapam says over, I don't know about you, but I, I had this question. this week's Pasha. All of a sudden, the Saramashkim remembers Yosef. So went, I thought like he became a tzaddik, you know. If originally, he was this Moshkos, he didn't remember him, but this week's Pasha, he gets back at him. So Rapam used to say over, the Medrish says, What's happened to This week's Pasha remembered him. He quotes the Medrish Rabbi. The medrash Rabbi said that Paroy, when he had his dream, it says, He was going crazy. Says the Medrish, the Saramashkim saw that Pasha. Paro was holding by dying. He was so he was so going crazy. He, he was nervous. He was going to die, and Hashem said to himself, "I don't know if Paro dies. Maybe the next king won't give me my stellar. Maybe I'll lose my job." So He says, "Okay, I got to keep him alive. So I'll I'll, I'll mention Yosef." So Paro used to say, "Over even the end, it was all zikh. Even the end, it was it was nothing to do with it was nothing to do with Yasef. he wanted to protect his own job." So to, to rely on such a person, to rely on such a nation, of a people that are Rehoboam, that become, is an act of Yerush. So Chazanish used to give this Eitzah for a person in life. He has to know when is a Ishtavus Roy and when is it not Roy. If there's a rationality to it, if it's, if it, if it's rational, mm-hmm. it's good. If it's what someone does when the Pasha <coughs> makes it, they're going Meshigah, and they do something out of Yerush, that Chaz says is not an acceptable Ishtavus. Thank mm-hmm. you.